Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a episode of M4G Radio. It's episode 592. It's already March. Yep. March 2nd, 2020. I'm okay with that. Good lord. It's it's March and it's 60 degrees outside here. Which is crazy. There's nothing wrong with the planet. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god, like... 15 degrees Celsius? Holy shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. there might be some issues there. It was uh it was thirty yesterday, so we have a thirty degree increase today. Oh my god. That's Ohio. That's the weather in Ohio. The the joke, the, the, the state's theme is if you don't like the weather, just wait ten minutes. It'll change. Let's see, what is it here? It's uh basically twenty five here. Yeah. Um, I was in Minneapolis about a week ago, and it was negative twenty-five there. So I I went from negative twenty-five to sixty. Oh my fucking god! Oh, so, minus thirty-one. Okay. Uh, you know I've been in minus forty, which is minus forty. I don't know why that's where they overlap, but like, I'm gonna be honest. With you. you you don't really start. You start to not feel a difference. Around you know minus twenty five minus thirty <laughs> like it just it's like oh this is bad regardless of you just walk outside and your boogers freeze that's yeah. pretty much what happens and so you wear a scarf and the outside of the scarf freezes pretty you much through it yeah I used to um, do a uh, work in like a industrial freezer at a Target and uh, I would bundle up and just spend all day in there because no one wants to enter so why would you like, want to well, cold. well, if I bundle up, I would feel nothing because it's like there's no wind, right? It's 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 just an industrial freezer, so I would just bundle up and work in there all day. And no one would come and bother me because that would require opening the door and coming into the cold. I guess I should mention that it's just you and me on the show, so everybody yes. that hates us can just turn it off. That's fine. Yep. I'm just gonna talk about video games. All right. Um, or whatever, or cold. I don't yeah. care. I mean, the world's gonna end anyway. We got a plague breaking out. What if we work on the global warming aspect? Froze the virus. <laughs> see, <laughs> we saw two problems. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the? Have you seen the? I, I saw this yesterday. The map of China with the like oh. the pollution map. Uh, the pollution map, like the yeah. Air pollution? So, yeah, so China has like really bad air pollution 
And ever since the virus shut everything down, their air pollution map is just like cleared up completely. Oh my god, yeah. It's amazing to see just because of that. Well, they don't have to sell fresh air in cans anymore, I suppose. Uh, everybody's trapped in their house playing Ring Fit Adventure, from what I understand. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, uh, I've never been anything through, I like, I went through the swine flu, I went through the, the bird flu. Uh, I remember SARS. Yeah. Which, which is of the same sort of breed of virus. It's also a coronavirus. So. It's crazy. What's even crazier to me is like, it feels like people only update this stuff like Monday through Friday. Like everybody takes a weekend off. Like that was filling all of my news feeds. And now over the weekend, like I haven't heard the word coronavirus once. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. But anyway, that's Video just the games. world. It's fine. It's let's uh, talk about how Plague Inc. was removed from stores in China. That's pretty funny, actually. That is. Well, people were using that as like a oh, this is how it could spread. Where the develop, I remember the developers having to come out and be like, "Don't use us as an example of how things oh, did you spread." See it's the, a video game. Have you seen the new story about the the Corona beer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just when you have no hope in humanity already, and then that happens. 38% of people surveyed said they wouldn't drink Corona beer because they thought they'd get the coronavirus. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I, but it's it's all a, a liberal hoax, don't you? Well, yeah, it is. It is a hoax. Uh, you know, I think I think the percentage uh, somebody was doing the math and they're like, they they just said like, you know, yeah, one like one percent of all of people on earth will, will get this. And they're like, and that seems minimal, but when you have the, the like when the numbers are actually counted out, that's still a lot of people. Oh, right? hell yeah. But they're like, yeah, 1% is going to get it. And then like, I, I botch this every time. It's either 10% of that or 1% of that. And I want to say it's 1% of that will die from it. But they're I like, thought it was, but, I thought it had a 2%. Potentially, but it's still, it's, it's still like, you know, it's it's of the people that get it. There's a percentage of those people that will die from it. Like it's well, not like probably... all people, not the percentage of all people, but like it's it ends up being a lot of people, and they're like you'll know someone, or you'll know someone that knows someone. Um, if you're not the one that gets it, but that's still a lot of fucking people, and it's like I don't know, like yeah, to some extent, I I get why people are concerned. On the other hand, it, like if, if the if you can literally stop the virus by washing your hands, you should be doing that anyways. Like, oh no, absolutely. And I think I think the worst part about right now is we just don't have the ability to, to treat it, cure it, yeah, yeah, you know, properly. Well, I, I don't think you can cure it. I just you just well, need to be able I to. Think- I treat think symptoms. they will be able to, or or not cure it, but like at least give you a vaccine to stop you from getting it. Yeah, and, and I there's just no option for that right now. Yeah, I think yeah, they it's... said it's if they expedite it and they can get it working in time, it could be six months to a year. Like that, it's a year kind of maximum is what they think it's gonna take, and then what was it they're they're right now they're testing some drugs that are for something else 
Um, I want to say they're testing one of the AIDS drugs and um, there's a couple others for other things. They're seeing if those drugs have an effect on people to have it. And if one of those works, they'll start pushing that to people that have contracted it uh, as quickly as possible. But obviously studies have to be done. They can't just risk people's lives like that. So it's it's just fascinating that like I'm sure we'll talk about it later how much this is affecting right now. So oh, it's insane! It's yeah. great. Yeah, there's a lot of news about what this has done. I mean, even where I work, we get an email. It's like, hey, don't travel unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. Oh, anyway, you video about games. And then we'll talk games? about this later again. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, okay. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So, um, did the first episode of Horizon Zero Dawn for Phoenix now this Thursday. It's last Thursday. And uh, wow, I'm really sad I sat on that for as long as I did. It's a good um, game. It is. I think I'm the only one of the three of us that are playing it to have played Death Stranding. And knowing that that runs on the same engine and how how that game looks and how that game feels in terms of movement, and, and more importantly, how the environment is sort of... Like, there's no point in Death Stranding where you just can't overcome the environment. It just takes a little bit more work. So, playing this game where it's like, oh, I want to jump to that, and they're like, yeah, but you can't. I want to jump on this rock. It looks like you can, because you can jump high enough, but we're not going to let you. It's like weird at times, and then I'm like walking in the snow, and I'm pretty sure that the snow mechanics end up coming into the DLC, but like walking on the snow, there's like kind of no difference than walking on grass. It's kind of odd that way, but otherwise, I'm knowing how the story ends, like I said, like I'm still being surprised by certain aspects of this game still. Um, I think it's fascinating. I, I don't fully know what happens in this game like i know the ending i know the the kind of twist in it but um the uh i'm in one of the underground areas right now yeah it's like it looks like a giant machine that makes machines i think that she she said it's like this looks like where the machines are made so i'm gonna assume i'm where the machines are made or one of the places where the machines are made um and it reminds me of the future segments of the original Terminator movie <laughs> in like the best ways possible. Yeah. So um, I'm liking a lot of that game. Uh, yeah, there's really not much more to say than that. I, I, I Seriously, it's one of those like goddamn it moments like this is really good. And I could see how this game was being compared to Breath of the Wild in some respects. I mean, it came uh, out at almost exactly the same yes, time. Yes, and, and the way that you can take on enemies, there's a lot of choice. The The thing with it, though, is that like with Breath of the Wild, the ability to really go anywhere... That was really hard, playing Horizon after having finished Breath of the Wild. The fact that yeah. I could not scale a fucking mountain. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not looking to scale the mountains, even. I, like, that's... But my issue is, is that, like, I see a way up. If I like my character has a fairly big jump height and I can't go up on certain rocks even. And I'm like, 
You know, you know what? Another game that that I had that issue with when I first started playing it was Rage Two. Like Rage Two, you could see the path point A to point B, but there's really a lot of areas in that game that you can't go over. Yeah. So yeah, you had to follow you the road where you're where you're off the map or whatever. Yeah, so and on it's, the edges of the map. Yeah, that's annoying. Where they're like, you're going out of bounds, and you're like, why would you do that? Like, why would you? force me to go around this mountain when clearly there's a straight line and you're giving me a thing that flies yep. like the icarus allows me to fly um but th- like when that's my only real criticism of the game other than what we, we made jokes about it people the people in in horizon don't look great like they yep. look great and then they start moving and you go oh they're a little off um we were making fun of young Aloy, the kid Aloy, how she looks like the oldest person ever, the oldest child ever. Um, yeah, I then, heard. I listened to a little bit oh of the show. I heard. God. Did Drew you listen rant. to Drew's rant? I heard Drew's rant. It's a man. He has become like anti Sony. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> this whole rant. I'm like, I don't know. He, he used to be a Sony fanboy. We used to joke with him about it, and now he's like, everything Sony does, he's like, I hate it. Now they're trying to make you feel things. And like, man, <laughs> I, I brought up Gears of War there. I still remember that. And I, re- I thought it was going to be interesting. They never did anything with it. I thought they were, like, in, in weird segue, but uh, in Gears of War 2, I thought the plot was going to be that the locusts kidnap humans and turn them into locusts. I was like, that would have been crazy. But no, that's not the case at all. They just had his wife and she died. And I'm like, oh, okay then. What's the last Gears you played? Uh, I played a bit of three. I never played Judgment, so three, I suppose. Okay, maybe you, you should just... hold. Maybe you should hold your thoughts till you play four and five. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> I I was just like, I just remember that moment going. Was that really you trying to make me feel something in this fucking game? Where literally, it's just broy shooting nonsense like okay that's kind of uh, i really and, like that like, moment by the way well in three i like the moment that happens in three in, but it's like but but my point wasn't that i hated it it was just like it, it was like uh oh you're trying to make me feel something and this is very clearly sure your moment and it's okay to have those i wasn't but, but it was like my point was like drew saying it's a sony thing i'm like no it's just this type of game it's a triple a development thing and like i don't know sony also published spider-man and while i've been critical of me not being as much of a fan of the gameplay as everybody else it's good i'm not criticizing the gameplay in that it's just uh, when i think back of that game the things i really enjoyed were the story and not so much the game and i think that shows in the dlc that the g- gameplay was n- not as important as the things that you were doing to get to the next story segment and like the end of that game still hits me like a ton of bricks like that Good game ending. yeah it is it's one of my favorites probably of all time like if that was a, if that was a comic book which i think they were supposed to be doing a comic book version of that but i don't know if they ever did um i i would have still felt the same way because it's just a holy shit moment the dialogue is so well written although yuri lonethal's performance really sells that peter parker um and whoever played doc ock was fantastic as well Anyways, Horizon, I'm liking it. I'm still. I, I actually like playing this game a lot. Like, I don't really. 
I have to play the story portions, but I like just running around and doing things in it. Um, it's just when the environment catches up to me, I'm like, oh yeah, this game is that old, I suppose. So, um, I've played the Double Dragon and Cuneo collection. Uh, it, it it's for the most part, I like a really well done translation of the Japanese version. Um, what I found fascinating so far, and I haven't played everything yet, but um, they have what do they call it? Enhanced versions of certain games where depending on the game, like uh, some of them are just like, yeah, we, we made it. So the game stops flickering. Like the game doesn't have the slowdown and flicker anymore of an old NES game. Uh, so the sprites aren't kind of flashing. Um, like that's a neat aspect. Like they, they, so they, they emulate it one for one and they emulate it that the limitations are kind of removed. Um, but then other ones have major changes to make the game easier to play. Um, it's a really well done collection and it's worth everything that you pay for in it. My only regret is that I bought it beforehand <laughs> in Jap- Japan. Well, because so none of the, so double dragon, um, one, two and three and river city ransom and renegade, I believe were included in the Japanese version. Like the English versions, the English translation. Um, But all the other games, for the most part, were Japanese. And they didn't include the American version of some of them. So I don't think the... If I'm correct, I have to double-check this when I write my review. But um, the Kunio World Collection, which is the Japanese version, doesn't have, like, Crash in the Boys. But they they do, because it's a Japanese title that was then super changed for America. So... They not only include both versions of those, um, but they have translated the original Japanese version into English. So if you play River City Ransom, uh, you have, I think, Alex and I can't remember the other guy's name uh, going to get his girlfriend. And it's all the greaser looks um, of the original River City. But if you play the Kunio equivalent, it's the Kunio game translated into English, but he has it's very much Japanese still. Uh, I, I, that's fascinating that they give you both versions because even the Konami collection of Contra, which I gave a nine, like it's a really good collection. The Japanese version of Contra was not translated, and that's kind of disappointing because the Japanese version of Contra had way more animation. Like it's raining, and there's like cutscenes that look really good, and the trees move and all that. Um, and it would have been nice to have the English translation, although it's not necessary for play. Um, but yeah, they've done a lot of work because they had to basically go in and mod this game in excessive amount because they can't write the same dialogue in English and fill up the small amount of space that uh, Katakanda and Kanji take up. So um, I'm really enjoying that, but I'm a big Kunio fan, so there's not a surprise. Uh, I did play a little bit more of Homefront, The Revolution. Like every one of those games, eventually you just hit a point and go, all right, I'm done. I just yep. want to, like, it, it's the same thing with Far Cry. I think the only two Far Cry games that I haven't ever, not ever felt that with. Um, uh, even though I love Far Cry 2, Far Cry 2 was one of those as well. Uh, is Far Cry 3. I didn't feel that as much, but it's probably because of that game 
the, the game's environment being so interesting to run around in. Like that island is pretty well built. Um, I lost. Swim I lost it about three quarters of the way through, but not shortly after you get the wingsuit. Yeah, I mean that it would be the point, kind of where I enjoyed that game enough, but it was also kind of I don't know if I could go back and play it fully again, type of thing. No, um, I can't. But Blood Dragon, Blood Dragon is the perfect size. It is, but even that. that one, I got tired of the mission structure. Oh, um, well. My issue with the Homefront game is that, like, the missions are generally the main missions are generally pretty good, but it's running around in the environment and capturing all the points. Like this, this area you need to wear a gas mask, and it's like, uh, just it's like you you flip the switch, you got this point, you go to the next one, you shoot a guy, some guys, and it's just like I don't know. Somebody needs to figure out what to do with that sort of formula because. Homefront has some really interesting ideas. The fact that there's like stealth mechanics in the city that's just kind of being um, walked around in, like it's it's this nicer end of the city, and so you're not pulling out your gun and you're kind of just walking around. But because everybody knows what you look like, you kind of have to maintain like constant movement through the environment. But you can't run because that'll make you look suspicious. There are some really neat aspects like that that I would hope. Especially the verticality. I think more so than anything, I want Far Cry to explore verticality, and that's not just a cliff. I like that's the not towers. In in Far Cry, yeah, when you'd have to climb the tower and you had to do like a little platforming puzzle. Yeah, that's fine. Like I, well, I think the best versions of those were done in, um, and I didn't really like Far Cry Four, but I thought those were the best version of that. Yeah, because it I, had you I climb the inside and outside. I fell off of Far Cry 4 very fast. I think the environment in that game is horribly boring. Yeah. Um, I like 5. The, I, I did like 5. But it, it, but my thing is, is like I really like the aspect of the the blown out buildings in um, Homefront. And, and actually getting into firefights, not only in the building, but having snipers looking at the building. And infiltrating the bases, but there's more than one way to do it. You can do it with the little... RC car that has an explosive or hacking device on it, or you can just blow a hole through the wall, or sometimes you can get up on another building and sneak your way in, and that's fascinating. And it's it's just they they took a couple of things of Far Cry and brought it to the next logical step, and then I find the Far Cry games are like here's an open field, run through it, get to the cliff if you want high ground, and it's like that. Neither of these things are. are done in a way where I'm like like neither Homefront or Far Cry have hit a point where I'm like oh this is the this is the next best thing so uh, I don't know I, I, I've kind of hit that point where I'm like I don't need to play any more of this right now if I ever go back I probably will because I want to yeah um, and then the last game I played is a game that I that somebody mentioned on Twitter called Voxelgram it just came out for the Switch or or came out recently for the Switch. Um, did you ever play Picross 3D? I was never a Picross person. Not my jam. So Picross 3D was um, Nintendo a Nintendo DS game. And they eventually released a 3DS version um, where it's basically the Picross um, puzzle style, but done on a rectangular prism or a cube. And instead of kind of marking dots on a page, 
you are breaking away the blocks that shouldn't be there. And, I mean, if you're going to ask, like, what type of Picross game I should play, it's always going to be the ones made by Jupiter from Nint- and published by Nintendo. Uh, that's their E and S series, uh, Picross 3D, 3D2. Um, they're the ones that make the best Picross game. In fact, nobody else can use the term Picross because Picross is Nintendo's. It's a technically a nonogram. Um, so Voxelgram is basically somebody else's take on Picross 3D. And it's really well done. It's $12 on Steam. Um, I don't know how much it is on the Switch. I picked it up because I didn't know about it before and I'm a big Picross fan but I prefer Picross 3D I think they're more interesting puzzles um, and it's pretty well done uh, it's pretty minimal but what's neat about it is on Steam uh, I don't think this will be the case on Switch but maybe they figured out a way around it uh, people can make their own puzzles and share it on Steam Workshop how many dicks are there? Uh, none that I saw I don't know if it's kind of um uh what's it called um curated, curated at all i doubt it because it's steam um <laughs> but i mean i don't know how much control dev has over the curation parts of it um from i'm just actually pulling it up now to give you an answer um but um it, what i saw was pretty interesting uh, i mean a lot of game related content Ooh. like dreams you know like uh, copyright doesn't matter here <laughs> um but the fact that somebody's done something like that when the only options for those were a DS and a 3DS game, both um, platforms that kind of no longer exist. Um, let me see here. Voxelgram. Let me, let me see how many dicks there are. This is really great radio, I know. There's got to um, be at least one. Got to be one. Trending dick. item. Super Mario. Somebody has made a little... Um, Mario diorama. Um, yeah. So I, I don't see any dicks so far. <sighs> I'm I'm disappointed in the internet. What else is new? Yeah, but uh, that's it. I mean, if you're looking for a Picross game of voxel on on PC, uh, voxelgram is really interesting. So, all right, that's it for me. Oh, I've played a few things. Um. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I did look at the Kingdom Hearts collection on Xbox. You just looked at it and said, I'm good. Uh, No, I I booted it up and I played through the intro of most of the games just to kind of see how they looked. And they look really good. Um, It's nice to have, you know, the entire Kingdom Hearts collection on Xbox now. It's something that they've wanted for a while. So that includes three. Yeah, three launched on Xbox. In fact, it's in. Oh, right. Duh. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. they just and added they just the Game Pass. One and two and all the other shit. Yeah, they just added three to Game Pass this past week. Um, have you heard about the uh, DLC for three? I heard it's not very good. I've heard it's basically Nomura complaining that he didn't get to do Versus 13. Like, yeah. it's basically just Versus 13 with Kingdom Hearts characters thrown in. Yeah, it it was actually a timed oh. exclusive on PS4. It just launched on Xbox this week. I think it's been out for a while on PS4. Wow, oh, um, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's just nice that these games are are now all on one console. And you know, all of you guys out there that were bitching about it, go 
answer with your wallet. You know, if you want these games on the system, make sure you buy them. Speaking of, there's another game that finally made its way to Xbox this week, and I am totally fucking enamored again. And that's Yakuza 0 made its way onto Xbox finally. So I started playing that again because that is also on Game Pass. If you have not played it and you have Xbox and you have Game Pass, you need to play this game. Yeah, I mean, it's... Like I, th- I think I've seen it for like ten dollars on PS4. Yep. Uh, so here's... Like, there, it, it's either it's either free on Xbox with Game Pass, whatever free quotations, or it's like ten dollars, and it's that's that's the one I've put the most time into. Although I, I'm gonna probably restart if I play it again because it's been about a year and a half or whatever. Um, and there's some funny shit in that game. Oh, absolutely. It's um, Miracle Johnson. It's it's a wonderful game, and I want to say this because it it drives me up a wall. So it's cool that it's on Game Pass, but Sega, even though it's never been on Xbox, they released it at a proper price. So if you just want to buy it, it's nineteen ninety nine, and for a game that's that old. I like that because a lot of times when people put an old game on a new system, I'm looking at you, Nintendo Switch. You charge full price for it when it's like five bucks everywhere else. And to kind of cliff note that, the Kingdom Hearts collections are 50 and $60. Jeez. Because Square knows that they can. And what's funny is you could buy the um, the story so far on PS4, you know, that has all of this content for 30 bucks this week. Whereas if you want it on Xbox, it's 110. So it was it was eighty dollars here in Canada for the Yakuza three, four, five, and I've paid yeah, I think full price for every Yakuza game, and I, I I'm okay with that. Sure, but like Xbox players waited and, two years to yeah, play this game, and, and like but like that's just it, right? Like it's they brought it out on PC, and the PC was, you know, but they've keep, they dropped the price since. Like that price is not the same price anymore on PC. Like I don't know, it just fucking Square and their fucking pricing. It's not just Square. Look at um, The Witcher on Switch. When it came out on Switch, it was sixty dollars. I and like uh, what is it? it Metro one, the Metro collection. The Metro one's bad. The Met, the Metro one is almost inexcusable because those games were also on last. Gem system. So they were all last gem, but you could buy them for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. The the thing with The Witcher, and this is the only one where I'm like, eh, it's all the content, and you know they had to put a ton of work into that. Sure, sure. And but it's, it's the only time $60. I felt that it's. You're right. I feel like that's the only time though where it's like to get an open world game that size with that much content all onto a console like the Switch. I give them. A little bit more credit than, you know, the Metro games, which are much older. I know it's the redone versions, but like still, and like those games aren't labor. Like I can't imagine there is labor intensive in terms of porting those over. When again, they existed on last gen consoles, so it's not like this. These things couldn't run on there. Yeah, like, it's not like they're that, running at the resolution of the Redux versions on yeah, PC exactly. and Xbox. Like if they if they manage to do that, I would be like, oh okay. 
There's um, no the, the switch would explode if they tried to run yeah, exactly. 4K. No like way. that's my issue is that like I'm not even upset that you're charging more than the other consoles. It's that you're charging full price when it's like the Metro thing I think I bought for 30 around the launch of the PS4. Like it was maybe a couple months after that the whenever the redone version it was like a couple months after it came out I bought for 30 and it's been less since. And the the switch version is not going to run like that the fact that the witcher has cost so little is more surprising to me than the new version costing more i guess is the way i'd put that um like i can't believe they've reduced the price of the witcher that many times oh yeah i've seen it as cheap as like 10 15 bucks yeah, exactly. for the ultimate edition and and that's more surprising to me every time i see it than say the that it costs 60 dollars on switch but Again, I know that I'm being picky and choosy, and that's not really fair, but it's like, it's just the price of everything. Like, I, I was showing, we were talking about cell phone games because um, I haven't tried it yet, but Dragon Quest of the Stars came out on mobile. And I like Dragon Quest, so I'm like, ah, you know, it's free to play, but I'll do it. But I couldn't, I couldn't remember what it was called, so I just typed in Square Enix, and I was searching through. And some of those games on, on mobile phones are like 30 bucks. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, this is so goddamn old. And not only that, these are versions, like, I think it was $25 for Dragon Quest Eight on phone, mobile phones. Like, all right, I get it, I suppose. But then they're like, oh, and Final Fantasy Seven's is $20. I'm like, okay, well, hold on. <laughs> no, that's like, this game has been like 10 forever. Uh, Square is notorious for gouging the prices of their games. Like we're Square, man. I've seen so so I've seen Kingdom Hearts three because I was like ah maybe I'll pick it up. I have all the others, but then I'm like I haven't even played the others, and I don't know if I want. <laughs> if you want to, um, if you want to, if you want to satisfy it, it's on Game Pass. Just right. I'm I'm, I'm in no rush, and I don't care enough. Um. But it's like it was twenty dollars around Christmas. I went ah maybe, and then it went back up to fifty bucks in Canada. And I know that's still less. It was maybe like what thirty forty in the states. But I'm like, what the fuck? And then sometimes it goes back down to twenty, and then it's like back up to like full price. And like, what what's going on? <laughs> I don't like, know. Have you ever seen a game raise in value and then drop and then raise in value again? Like, uh, video game stock market. Yeah, Square Enix stock market. Oh, um, I also played, uh, speaking of Game Pass, I checked out Two Point Hospital. I didn't think that would be your type of game. I love theme park, theme hospital. Theme hospital's a bit different. Yeah, I like I mean, those... it was funny. That was what that, that's, that's what I like, is the goofiness mm-hmm. of... Come in with invisibility. Yeah, so in Two Point Hospital, the one of the first things that they have you cure is lightheadedness, and it's literally people walking in with light bulbs as heads. You that's, gotta send, that's that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> and you got to send them into this like machine that like takes their head off and replaces it with the human head. Please tell me it actually unscrews the light bulb. Yep, it does. Perfect. I'm gonna have to install this. Yep, it's um. It's a ball. Uh, there's a constant radio playing that's like Muzak, but every now and then it'll it'll cut in with some guy talking and like one of those, hey, you're listening to this radio. 
you know, like NPR real, voice. Yeah, and it's just it's fantastic. The music is in, is is really fun. Wow, I'm surprised uh, this is the response you're giving it. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't I picture you as a person into that. Well, I like goofy simulations. Um, yeah, I I really liked Sim Coaster. Was it Sim Coaster? Yeah, there's a Sim Coaster. No, Steam Park. It was Theme Park. Theme Park is my person. is my is my golden is my golden calf. With um, the weird blue thing that talks to you. Yeah, I played it on 3DO originally, and then on PlayStation and PC after that. Um, but I absolutely loved Theme Park. I played the crap out of that game, and this is the closest they've gotten since those kind of games. Um. But no, I'm I'm having a ball with it. Like you can hire and fire your staff. <laughs> uh you can promote them, which is hilarious. Um it's just there's so much to it, but at the same time it's very simple. Like you can just pick up buildings that you build and move them. Um it doesn't kind of restrict you. Like if you need a doctor somewhere, you just pick him up out of the rec room and throw him into the office. It's kind of funny. Um but no, it's I love it. If you have Game Pass, you need to check this game out. It's um, yeah, I'm going to. How does it work with the controller? Okay, it works good. It works good. That's no, good. Um, All right. I'm the gonna have the to controls are fairly straightforward and fairly simple. Like you press one button to pick your objects that you want to that you want to use. Um, the camera controls are nice. You can actually zoom out to like a like almost like a bird's eye view where you can just see dots moving around. Um, but no, it's. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It's got just enough humor to it. It's got just enough simplicity to it. But if you want to dig deep into it, you certainly can. So I remember when they announced this game and there was a lot of hype and then people were disappointed and I was kind of like, oh, all right. I don't know why they were. I think one of my favorite. So one of my favorite. I'm I'm now installing it off my phone. the, um, The patients can die in your hospital. When they do, they turn into ghosts. I think that happened in the original, right? Yeah, I think so. But you have to hire a janitor that can. Oh my god! Vacuum up, them up. The vacuum up ghosts. Oh my god! <laughs> otherwise, otherwise they just haunt your hospital. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. This this game is, it's fantastic. That, that does sound it. amazing. Um, I also bought. I didn't get a code or anything. I bought a game called House Flipper. Please tell me you pick up houses and just throw them. No, this is a game where you the the end goal is that you start buying like rundown houses, you fix them up and you sell them. Wow, uh, that sounds bullshit. Uh, the game starts off with you being kind of like a repairman, so you'll go to these houses that people um, pay you to clean and reinstall, like objects around their house. Uh, paint their walls, uh, install uh, like radiators, fix their wall sockets. It is a very mundane game, but I kind of needed a mundane game recently. So, is it first person? Yes. And you move around. Yep. It's like you're walking around the house in a first person shooter sort of way, and then yep. you use a hammer and break down walls. Yeah, you can actually break what down the walls. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I see the fascination with this now. <laughs> yeah, it's there's something interesting about it. I need to play it some more. Like I haven't actually started buying houses and Apocalypse Flipper DLC. It's just a bunch of nukes being dropped. Yeah, it's uh, 
It's a weird game. Cockroaches? What the fuck? Is yeah, this you game? gotta use a mop to like clean up the cockroaches and beer bottles. Oh, uh, god stuff. damn it. This went from really boring to, oh, I can just throw shit around the house? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird game. Wow, what a weird... Games are weird. That, that's Games all I are say. weird. I kind of like how weird they've been lately. I went from teaching a dominatrix how to do her thing to painting a room magenta. That, that was my weekend. Um, wow, they have a... Do they actually have... HGTV house flip... The HGTV DLC. Nice. Wow. Alright. Uh, I got a couple more games I played this weekend. I also played the latest Bandai Namco anime game. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is One Punch Man. Man. Where it's just uh, a fighting game that when you get high enough, you can call him in, right? No. So, the main, like, single-player portion of the game is you creating your own superhero. Uh, and you go around this town talking to the other superheroes from the game, which are the most ridiculous superheroes you'll ever meet. Um, there's, like, a mosquito lady. There's a debate man. Um he literally wears a suit with a question mark on his face. That's Debates pretty good. Um, and you just do these kind of missions, like these little missions around town to level up your character, to get uh, new abilities, to buy new items for your costume. It's interesting. It's <sighs> like the controls are slippery and sloppy and I don't really care for them. The fighting is not super fun. Um, it's serviceable, but it's not like, deep and, and intricate and interesting most of the time. There is a fighting game section, like it's the standard Bandai Namco 3v3. 3D fighting? Yeah, oh, 3v3. 3D. Yeah, most of their games are 3v3. Like Jump Force was, I think. Um, Ugh, Jump Force, all right. A couple other games. But game. there's one thing about this game that I 100% respect. So the game is called One Punch Man. So the hero, One Punch Man, that's his thing. Yep, One Punch. He hits you once, you die. He's a collectible character. He's not balanced. He's, wait, he's a, he, you actually he's get a, to use him. Yeah, in, in the fighting game Ooh, portion, you can pick him. I didn't him. know. That. See, I th- so my understanding, I don't know where I got this from. Maybe I fucking... I thought it was you. It was I thought it was a straight up fighting game, and then you called in One Punch Man to do like the final blow. No, 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 no. He is actually a selectable character in the fighting game portion. That's in the single great. player version. You will run into these heroes, and they will join you in battle in your missions. And that's Got when it. you unlock them in the town, and you can become friends with them and do missions for them and stuff. So. I yeah, he's in the he's in the the three v three fighting, and you can just pick him and just one punch everybody. See, I think it would have been more interesting to make a game where you have to find that op- one opening and throw the punch. No, he just that, literally like somebody punches him, just, and it just bounces yeah. off, and he punches him, and they die. It's just the the fact that it's another one of the yeah, you know, it, like I, could... I liked. Don't get me wrong, I liked Kakarot, but. Um, they're that all kind of bleeding to be, together. That game, that game did not have to be an RPG. No, the only one that stands out to me, it, yeah, so, so far is the uh, One Piece game. Oh, um, the uh, World Seekers. World Seekers. I want to say World Breakers. I'm like, that's not right. 
Yeah, yeah World Seekers actually is not like a full... game yeah. that has a bunch of stuff. Like that was more fascinating to me because they were doing something completely different. The One Piece games have been more interesting in general because one of them is a Muso, and it's not just a straight fighting like, game. Don't they have like multiple Muso games? I'm yeah. trying to think Pirate if they Warriors. Have any... What is it? Pirate Warriors. That's One Piece, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is. One... One Piece in particular has had the more interesting games, like even the um, the one that came Mad- out on Vita. <gasps> Sorry, the one that came out on Switch and PS4 was originally on PS3 and Wii U. Unlimited World Red. Yeah, that was on Vita as well. That's right. Yeah, I it. like those games, the One Piece games are always more interesting. Every other Bandai Namco anime game feels like a three v three fighter with some kind of like single player stuff thrown in. Or well, even I <clears> said in my review of um. Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. I mean, sure the the fighting is aerial, which which does change a bit of things. But like, if you're familiar with the Naruto games, like it's very similar to those. Yeah, you know, a lot of their stuff you feels move around in the arena. You have the guy locked on into the center, so you're always kind of strafing around, and that's fine. And it works in in Dragon Ball Z because you again you have that sort of like you are moving around in a three D space. And I don't know if I want anything else from a Dragon Ball Z game, but at the same time, it feels like an hour to a game. And I, I get it. They're made by the same people, Cyber 2 Connect, but it's just... Yeah, they make a lot of games. They made one of my favorite games, and they apparently are never touching that or remastering it, which is disappointing. Astro's Wrath. Yeah, that's a video game. I mean, you can play it on Xbox One. It's Yeah, I, I have it on Xbox One and PS3. Um, it, it's... Uh, it's just one of those ones where I'm like, I really wish you'd remaster this so I can play this stupidity again. I mean, we're getting Wonderful 101 instead, so you should be... Yeah. Uh, Alright, the last game that I played. Um, and I, I wasn't that interested when I saw this game. I thought it was kind of gimmicky, but once I played it, it's called Under Hero. I've heard of it. I know. I can tell you the design. He has like a weird mask on. It's white. And then he kind of looks like a shy guy, but he's holding yep. a sword. Yeah. So the premise of this game is interesting. Um, the game starts off with the normal, I'm the hero. I'm at the last stage. I'm going to kill the final boss. And your character, the under hero, manages to kill the hero on the last stage. So then he becomes like, the last boss's best friend. The last boss lets the princess go. And then he tasks you with taking... So you know how in a video game you've got three bosses you've got to defeat to collect the three relics yeah. or whatever. He tasks you with taking those three relics back to the three bosses huh. to reset good. the game. That's good. Um, so that's an interesting premise. Another interesting premise is that since you're the bad guy, you can talk to the enemies. So when you get into a fight, you can press right on the D-pad and just have a conversation with them. Um, and the the combat system is very, um, what's the name of the game? Uh, Paper Mario. So it's like a turn-based combat system where you can actually like duck and block and parry. But you have to have a stamina meter to actually uh, use your attacks. And 
you pick up the like sword that the hero had and the sword is trying to convince you to not just return the items but to actually go back and defeat the bosses so you basically you're playing the game in like reverse so you're going back to the three areas that you initially were at to take out and it's kind of funny because they play into the whole fact that you're the bad guy like the save point is like a like a clock in and out that you use your employee that's card that's uh, so i didn't know all this so now i'm kind of fascinated <laughs> and interested in playing it yeah it's um the combat system is fairly straightforward like every enemy has a tell of whether you need to duck or to dodge and some some enemies, like I said, you'll get a shield early on that you can use to parry enemy attacks. And if you parry them, then your stamina meter fills up faster, so you can uh, launch an extra attack. Um, uh, as you play, you get coins that you can use to buy specific items. You get XP, and every time you level up, you get to pick between one of three things to level up, either your weapon attacks, your uh, health pool, and I don't I think I remember the third one, but there's three of them, and you can just pick which one you want to upgrade. It's a very interesting game. Um, and it's funny because, like, the screenshots, I'm like, the, the art style looks okay, but when I play it, I really like the art style a lot more than yeah, just I say, the screenshots. The, I don't think the screenshots or the trailer does it any favors because, like, what you're saying sounds far more interesting than what I read on the Steam page. Yeah, that was kind of my problem when I started playing it. I was like, yeah, I, the trailer and the description doesn't really do anything for me. But once I started playing it, I was like, okay, I like what this is doing. This is, yeah, this is interesting. far more interesting. Yeah, it's um, a cool game, and it's on it, everything. So, oh, it, is it? Yeah, it's on. I'm, I'm playing on Xbox. I know it's on PS4 and Switch, and and as you said, it's on Steam. So, um, there's a game on Steam called Bug <clears throat> Fables. It's also very much inspired by Paper Mario, but it also apes the style where the world is 3D and the characters are flat. I'm really glad to see that other people are keeping that sort of combat system alive because I yeah. always preferred that over turn-based. Like it kept me more active in the game. There was there was a lot of um, character in that as well because everybody having the tell and then like their failure animation be done in such a way. I really love that, and then it was kind of disappointing to see that go away. And I mean, Mario and Luigi continued on, but those games are so bloated. Yeah, they are. And this game feels like I made it to the first boss, and I think there's only three. And I played for, I think, two hours. So it's probably a sub-ten-hour game, which is fine by me. Um, and I really do like the fact that everybody in the world just knows you because you're one of the villains. So when you talk to enemies before a battle, they'll usually give you a hint as to how things work. And I think that's pretty funny. But no, it's um, it's a game I did not expect to enjoy as much as I did, and I think I'm going to keep playing it. I like it. It's a neat game. So yeah, it's it's funny. Like I I'm listening to podcasts this week, and everybody's like, "There's nothing to play." I'm like, "God damn, I'm just overloaded. Like I don't have time to play anything." So many good games out. There's nothing to play. I'm sure there is stuff in the past that you have not played that you should. <laughs> Yeah, like I heard a lot of people say it's been a slow first quarter. And while I agree, there's a lot of, you know, games that are just coming out that weren't out on other... Like Darksiders was out last year, but a lot of people didn't play it. Yakuza coming out. Yeah, it's just for Xbox people. But there is stuff to I'd play. Argue, I'd argue less. Uh, there's less to play, or there's not enough to play. Because 
like we're about to hit the month and then a drought. Oh, we're in the month right now. You realize yeah, right. March is month. March is it. And then like April has a few and then like, I mean it's gonna be that way stuff. because it's a it's right. a console launch year. But, but as that's well, what too. I'm but that's what I'm saying. Like you, yeah. they're complaining now. Like wait, there's time to complain. It's not it's not right now. And again, there's still stuff in the past that Oh, there's plenty of things. I, I I enjoyed going back and finishing the Metro Exodus DLC, and I think my next DLC that I'm going to go back to is Resident Evil 7, because I never finished all the the band footage and then the the end of Zoe, Zoe and, and all that. And I think I was halfway through the hero. Chris DLC. Yeah, uh, not a hero. Yeah, I was halfway through that and I never finished it. So I that, like that's a series I want to go through. Yeah, because this is a series I want to go through. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go through it on Xbox because I'd always been trying to play it on PS4, and I played a ton of Zero. I played like two hours of Six, which I probably shouldn't have done. Um, but I haven't played any of Kiwami One and Two, and those are coming to Xbox. So I think I'll play. I'm playing Zero. I think I'm about four hours in right now. I haven't even hit Chapter Two. I've been dicking around the world. That's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm just going to play through that, and then I'm going to go straight into Kiwami and just play Yakuza this year because, like, I see all these people on my Twitter feed experiencing Yakuza for the first time. They're like, oh, my God, there's so much talking. I was like, yeah, but it's so good. Like, Kiryu is such a great character. I love Kiryu. I, I mean, I understand that, like, it's not voice acted. You don't want to voice acted, trust me. You're a faster well, reader than you than they are voicing it. There is a lot of voice acting in it, but it's all in Japanese. No, but but I mean, like even the mo- like there is, but there's a lot that's written. Oh, well. absolutely, so. there is, um, and it's it's good dialogue. Like it's, I even like the oh. dialogue in Fist of the North Star, and that's not by any means the greatest dialogue ever, but it still worked. Like that I that can't... team is really good at writing. Yeah, they are. Like some of the side stories in in Yakuza Zero are so funny. Like I just did the one. For the five guys, the five bums that I had to get the different alcohols for. And it's so funny because while I was doing that, I went off and did the producer and the dominatrix. And I talked to the kid at the store waiting on the video game. Like I did three sub stories while I was walking around picking up the beer for the five bums. It just, the charm of... That is the... Oh, I don't know how this is going to go over. It feels like the Animal Crossing of RPGs because that world feels lived in. Like, everybody yeah. has a lot of character. That game feels like what I wanted Shinmu to be. I've always said that. Oh, for sure. It's clearly, like, someone's take on Shenmu. Yeah. And, like, again, not that Shenmu didn't have great ideas. It just doesn't play It didn't well. execute them as well as yeah. this game does. And, I mean... The, the disappointing part is that Shenmue Three didn't seem to learn anything from. Well, Yakuza. no, they were just trying to they were just trying to yeah, ape what they another, did, yeah. you know, twenty years ago. But I mean, like that. Even I know Jay wasn't feeling it as much, but like I've even heard, well, well Brock said, like you know, uh, Judgment. He loved that game. Like it's dude, it was in my top ten. It, it, right, like there, there's so. I'm excited even to see what they do with a turn-based RPG. Like, oh, absolutely! I, I want to play Yakuza Seven at some point. I want to play that game at some point. I want to play all these games at some point. It was funny because even yeah. my wife recognized it. She walked in, she saw me playing Zero. She's like, "Is this the game 
the with the dude where you had to buy baby formula, which is what happened in six. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is a game. She's like, yeah. I, I mean, I love the character design too. He's oh, such yeah. a cool looking character. Like, I, I immediately know what I'm looking at. Oh yeah, like the the opening sequence of Zero, where the the guys on the street bump into him, and he just turns around and plays the stupid music, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> Majima, fucking it, uh, the whole it game just, is so it just well revels, out. It revels in its cheese, and I love it. It's yeah. so good. I so, am okay with cheese as long as you realize that it's cheese. Like the the creator realizes it's cheesy. Oh yeah, and then you get the sequences that are super serious, like when you face off against the first um, lieutenant, and he has to cut off his finger. Like that's a very serious moment, and you're just like, mm-hmm. God damn! And then you're you have a chicken that you're putting in charge of real estate. Oh, real estate, yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, that's the kind of that's the kind of like I need both spectrums, man. I I just love the fact that they when they did the first game, they actually had to approach the Yakuza about about doing it. <laughs> How the fuck do you sell this? Listen, we want to make a game about a Yakuza member with a heart of gold. That can whip anybody's ass. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> they even oh. made a movie. They made a movie based off of the, the games. Where like they they where he drinks one of the drinks that gives him like the aura the fire aura sort of thing. Oh yeah. Like they do all the shit in the movie. Uh. It's so good. Like every time he learns a fighting style in Zero, he's like, "That's rad." <laughs> and then he mimics it, and he knows it. I'm like, "Come on!" Picking up a motorcycle and then bashing. Oh yeah. Coins fly out. It's it's basically you know what it is. It's basically like this generation's River City Ransom. Yeah. And that is that is the highest compliment for me. That game is so good. Like, if, oh, if you have man. not played Yakuza, there's no excuse now. It's on. The only thing it's not on is Switch. Yeah, and it's not like they couldn't. Put I'm some sure of those it's on coming. Switch. I'm sure um, it's coming because Zero and Kiwami were PS3 games. I thought Zero was originally on PS4. No, I believe I Zero thought, was a, a PS3. I, game. I saw somebody saying that it was PS3, and I swore that it was a first on PS4. Uh, PlayStation Three, March 2015. Really? And it came Zero? out the same. Yeah, and it came out on PS4 to the same day in Japan. Oh, Zero, so it was it, it was built for PS4, but it was released on PS3. Sh- sure, but I mean, it gotcha. came out like I I believe I honestly I believe it was. Uh, let me see here quickly. Does it have? Um, because Zero was built on the new Kiwami engine that the first and second game were not built on. That they were rebuilt. On after they did Kiwami, because Yakuza yeah, One and Two were in the original engine, and the Kiwami engine was built for Zero, which is um, what Six is Kiwami, also built on. Kiwami Two does not come, did not come out on PS3. Yeah, no, but Kiwami yeah. didn't come out on PS3, did it? PS3 in Japan, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but so in so America, the only... they only came out on PS4, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, the Kwame engine. Fine. I believe. I believe six is on its own, a new version of an engine. I, I thought it's six on... was on Kiwami. No, I don't believe so. Maybe you're um, right because Judgment's on the same engine as, as six. six. Yeah. But, I don't know. All, all I know is that you need to play these games. Yes, and and wherever you can. 
Dragon, yeah. It is, so it's the Dragon engine that's six, and I believe Kwame two. So Kwame two used the Dragon engine as well. I believe so. Nice. Because well, I Kwame know two, I know. I've only heard. I haven't played it, but Kwame two, I've heard is better than Kwame one and zero. So it's hard to like. I've heard it play out of order. I've heard do three, four, five. And then like zero one zero, and then Kwame it's one, and then Kwame two, and then six. Play. I'm like, fuck you! I'm just playing them in order. Yeah, I gotta play them in order because I want the full encompassing story, story of of Kazuma, Kazuma Kiryu. That's what I want. Yeah. So because Kiryu might be one of my favorite video game characters of all time. He's so good. And they're bringing him back for the new one. Yeah, he makes cameo right. Hey, that uh, that's I mean, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> No, give more Kiryu. I'm all about it. Give it to me. Kamurocho, Great City. I just can't believe how well these games have taken off since they brought them to PS4. Yeah, I know. And I'm glad it's... to have Kiryu's story all on P- Like, that's the reason why I bought, like, out of all the games, like, these are ones I'm okay, like, I really wanted on disc, because it's like, I know they're going to take a while to play, um, but, like, that's, that's like, a, a really good collection of games to own. Like, yeah. none of them are bad. Uh, I even own Yakuza 1 and 2 on PS4, cause, or PS2, I should say. Um, and then I own 3 and 4 on PS3 on disc, um, because I didn't know the collection was going to come. And then, uh, I mean, there's Fist of the North Star and Judgment, which are also kind of in the series. So, just fascinating it's a, stuff. It's funny, because if you go back um, to the PS3 days, the first exposure I had to Yakuza was that um, that House of the Dead, like the what was it called? House one Overkill? No, 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 not House of the Dead. But it was actually a Yakuza game where they had oh, like oh, oh, uh, Dead uh, Dead Souls. Yes, Yakuza Dead Souls. And I played There's that. I was like, this is game. not good. Yeah. No one thinks it's good. I own that as well. Yeah, that was my first exposure to Yakuza. I was like, "What is everybody talking about? This is not good." But then the I played Japanese Zero. Name is is amazing. Uh, uh, Yakuza Dead Souls in Japan because the series in Japan is called Like a Dragon. Uh, it's called Like a Like a Dragon of the End. Nice, it's a far cooler title. Where yeah. that game's weird because it has guns in it, which yeah, 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 four playable characters and all that stuff. But it's just it's. It's weird. They attempted something. I don't know if that was a good thing, but it exists and you can play it. And it's like that's honestly that's the cheapest Yakuza game you can find at almost any like used game shop for like. Five yeah, bucks. but you don't you don't want it. No, buy don't buy buy zero. Spend, Start spend zero. five. Yeah, as you say, spend five dollars more and get zero. Yeah, zero is an amazing game. Speaking of video games, let's talk about what's coming out this week. It's semi light week. Um, we've got Amoeba Battle. That's important. Dogfighter World War II. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, the next big fighting game from Arxis Works. Uh, Whole Frame. Spellbreak. Tom Clancy's The Division II Warlords of New York. Baron. Fur is going to fly. Separation. Syrup and the Ultimate Sweet. Undernight Inbirth EXE Late CL-R. Say that three times fast. Yeah, I was going to um, say, well, they need to stop with that. I feel like every week, every two weeks, there's a new Undernight game. <laughs> 60 Seconds, 
which I played. I can't talk about, but uh, maybe don't buy the game. Uh, is, Breeder, that, is that not on the PC? It might be. I played it on a console. and Breeder Homegrown Director's Cut Pathologic 2. I'm assuming that's a physical version of that. Well, that's been out for a while. Question for you: Is it sixty seconds, like based around an? It's like a dark comedy game that takes place in like yep. the apocalypse. Yep. yep, that's on PC. Yep. So we don't play that. Game. <laughs> uh, which Switch is also a small week. Um, Avocuddle, I am Ball, Lost Horizon, the best name for a game on the Switch eShop. You want to know what it is? It it encompasses the eShop. You ready? That's nothing good, but okay. Dude, stop. <laughs> That's the name of the game. It's okay, that one's pretty good. Dude, stop. Uh, Ibn Ab, Chirobotica, Murder by Numbers, Wonderling, After Parties finally coming to the Switch, um, Save Cock, Cook, K O C H save cock. Okay. And Pokemon's Mysterious Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That's out on Friday. You can save cock okay. and Pokemon. So I looked up Dude Stop because I was curious on what it is. Dude Stop. Dude Stop is a puzzle game where the main goal is to not follow the rules and make everybody hate you. Break it, abuse it, skip the tutorial, ignore tips and tricks in the loading menu, and most importantly, mute the narrator. There you go. Alright. I'm I like the fact that like the whole point of this stupid puzzle game is to just do everything wrong. Fascinating. Uh let's do some news. Uh your free games for the month. Uh PlayStation Plus. You get Shadow of the Colossus and Sonic Forces, both quality titles. Yep. Sonic Forces gets a lot of shit, but it's fine. I like that game. It is a decent game. Yep. And then on Xbox, it's a good month as well. You get Batman, uh, The Enemy Within, the second Telltale game series, the whole thing. Uh, And then Shantae, the newest one. Half Genie Hero. Yep. Which is incredible. It's a grid game. It's a great game. I was hoping it would be like the other games, but it's more of a straightforward platformer that you can go back to previous levels with. Yep. I like that game a lot. I actually beat that game. I haven't played through all the DLC yet, though. Uh, And then the 360 games are Castlevania Lord of Shadow 2. I Uh, don't mind that game. It's It's better than a lot of people give it credit for. Is it as good as the first one? No, 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 no. no. But is it okay as a game? Yeah, it's fine. Like, I don't think you'll be horribly disappointed for playing it for free. No, for free, it's fine. And then the other game you get, uh, it's Sonic on both systems. You get Sonic Generations. Oh, that's a must play. Oh, absolutely. That game's incredible. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a pretty good combination because like Generations and Versus are the two games that are most similar. Yep. So it's a good month for free games. Uh, let's talk about the Xbox Series X. Uh, Phil Spencer put out a blog post this week basically saying, my dick is bigger than your dick. Xbox Series X will be performing with 12 12 teraflops. 
power. If we never use the word teraflops again, I'd be a happy man. It's the new bits, man. Fucking, it was awful then, and it's awful. Yep. And and at least bits is short. Teraflops sounds awful. Just call it T-flops. Right. Oh, fucking, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, when I turn the, my hat sideways, fucking too. Ugh. That's what the fanboys call it. They're like, my T-flops are bigger than your T-flops. Um, the cool stuff that came out of this blog post is stuff that we had pretty much known, but hearing it confirmed is nice. Uh, the first is that backwards compatibility. All generations from the original Xbox up to Xbox Series X will work on the console. Um, another interesting piece in there was a new technology that we had been questioning. Um, I had kind of just went with, I think that's kind of the downside of these announcements is that we kind of expect Xbox to do everything for us. So we don't appreciate these things. They're doing what's called smart delivery. Smart delivery is basically you buy a license for a game, you get the best version of said game. So you don't have to buy cross gen games. So for example, the first, beside the first party games, the first company to come out and say they were doing it was CD Projekt Red. They said if you buy Cyberpunk 2077 on Xbox One, you will get the Series X version for free. That's so, so much better than the old method of like the PlayStation 4 games that had like a spend five extra dollars and get the. Oh, you, you mean know, the one or... game that did that? Wasn't that but, just Assassin's Creed? No, Assassin's Creed had it, um, Injustice had it. There was a bunch of games. I think some of the NBA games had it. They all, a huh. bunch of them had stickers on the physical case. Uh, I think Assassin's Creed might actually be printed on the, the on the cover, but nice. the, a couple of them had it. Um, but like that was a very short run of like less than ten games. I want to say that did that. And wasn't like if you're buying the PS3 version, you probably weren't going to upgrade to a PS4 anytime. And they were like, you can do this for like six months or a year or something like that. And then it's, it's like, what? what? It was a yep. weird, it was a weird, bad way of doing it. So Microsoft has dubbed this technology, as I said, smart delivery, and they are making it standard across all of their games. Um, but also they're offering it to all third parties that they are able to do this. So it will depend upon the third party if they want to do it. Um, I'm assuming this will become one of those situations where companies that don't do it will just get harassed until they do it. Because if you remember, we had a similar situation with online passes when the first company removed them, everybody else got bullied into removing them, which is essentially what the internet hive mind does is it bullies companies into doing things. So it's nice that there is a standard out there. You can buy Cyberpunk on Xbox One in September and not have to worry about having to buy it again if you upgrade to the Series X come. Which is cool. Um, the fact that Spencer has confirmed that the Series X is 12 T-flops uh, and the rumors floating around that Sony's machine is supposedly somewhere in the vicinity between 9 and 10... It will be interesting to see what happens over the next couple months. Because if you remember, Sony really kind of leaned into that whole, we got the better box the first time around. So it will be interesting to see, especially if Microsoft can manage to put it out at the same price. You know, they both launch at $499 and the Xbox Series X is more powerful. That's a narrative that Sony probably doesn't want this time around. Which is probably also why we don't know the price of these boxes yet, because 
everybody's playing chicken. So. Yeah, it's uh, isn't it Bonnie Tyler's "I Need a Hero"? I can just picture that from Footloose as the two tractors come together. <laughs> but Sony and at Microsoft. Well, we already we already know according to that Bloomberg report last week that the PlayStation Five apparently cost four hundred and thirty nine dollars to build. So expecting it any cheaper than four ninety nine is uh, probably a little crazy. But I think the big question is: is it as powerful as the Xbox Series X is? Is it going to drop for less than five ninety nine? I just don't see a company being able to do a five hundred ninety nine dollar console right now. Actually, ever after what happened with the PS three. I just, I can't see that being a, a possibility. That just screams failure for me. Well, the worst part is the PS3 didn't even fail because it was six ninety nine. PS3 failed because it was six ninety nine, and then people, the people in charge of so- at Sony, were like, "Ah, people just get a second job." Ugh. Yeah, they're when arrogant. the response should when the response should have been. Hey, look, Blu-ray players are the future, and right now those cost five hundred dollars. This does that and more. But instead of really sinking back into that being their main defense, they're just like, "Yeah, people want this so badly. Why? Why wouldn't they?" Yeah, I mean, incredible launch lineup that the PS3 had. You totally could spend five hundred nine yeah. dollars on that thing. Yeah, it. it... I think we've I think we've learned though that you can't sell a game console anymore based on what it does technologically. That hasn't worked since the PS2. Well, it, again, it, it, I think part of the reason why it didn't work for the PS3 is because they they totally botched fucking their message by interviews <laughs> and everything. Like, if you ask people that remember that. Like, do you remember why it was five ninety nine? People are gonna be or six ninety nine or whatever. People are gonna be like, ah, they said they'd get get a second job about it. It's like, how about <laughs> the fact that Blu ray players around the same time were that price? Yeah, yeah like the technology definitely. of the Blu ray player was that expensive. They were actually charging you a little bit more, if not the same amount as Blu ray players. Like that's the reality of it. But people don't remember that because most people didn't buy Blu ray players. Right, like that's no. why the P- PS2, um, you know, costs the same as a DVD player. It, it's it wasn't a terrible idea. The issue was is that their messaging was so bad that nobody wanted to spend that money on a Blu-ray player, anyways. But then Sony's like, ah, you just got a second job to play our play our console. You don't have games. Yeah, it was <laughs> such a weird. It. Microsoft also beat them to the market. By yeah, it was it was such a weird thing because I remember the Xbox 360 launch, like people were clamoring to get those machines. And when I went to the PS3 launch, there was like three people there. Dead Rising was huge. Yeah, I remember that. Thousands of zombies we'd on go, screen. It was. We'd go to friends' houses to watch that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, you're right. Like they can't. There's never going to be another technology sort of step forward that puts one of these consoles into the position of, oh, if we grab onto that and have our console be the only one that does that, we will win. Microsoft tried that last gen. It did not work. Yeah. Because fuck Connect. (laughs) Worst idea ever. 
That thing was bad. No. That thing was bad. Uh, Borderlands 3 DLC Part 2 was announced this week. It uh, brings back Gage, the Mecromancer. <sighs> it's based wow, on Warcraft. Me, that'd have to require me to go back to Borderlands 3 when I didn't even finish it the first time. Yeah, I still want to play it, and then I'm like, I, I'm still afraid it's going to blow up my Xbox. I really want to enjoy this, but um, it's not enjoyable. And the worst part is, it's not even that it plays bad. I just real like, you know, part of me goes, maybe, maybe it's that I've outgrown this sense of humor. But I can go back and enjoy Borderlands 2, uh, pre-sequel Borderlands 1. Like, I don't have an issue with those. So clearly there's something wrong with this. Maybe they've leaned too far into it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I Maybe it's because they don't have enough of Mr. Torg, who I think is the best character in that whole series. Uh, Rockstar put up a piece of artwork on their website that people thought was teasing a new game. Yep. Uh, still don't know what that is all about. That's funny that that's news. It's it's weird. There was PAX this weekend, and like, I don't really have a whole lot. They showed Baldur's Gate 3 which apparently looked incredible. I'm sure it'll be good. Not my jam. You're going to say it? What? Is it not exclusive to something? Oh, uh, well, it's going into early access on Steam, but it's also coming to Stadia. <sighs> I'm sure it'll come out everywhere else once it's done. Oh, uh, man, Stadia. Um, Stadia. And yeah, I know. I've heard... The, the, I've heard uh, you know, the people I played D&D with are excited because it looks like D&D. It looks like Baldur's Gate. So, I mean, that's what it's... I mean, if anybody, if you could have handpicked a better studio to do Baldur's Gate 3, I don't think you could have found one. Yeah. Because Larian Studios is... I mean, they basically made fucking D&D with uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Correct. So, that is very true. I mean... <laughs> um... Yeah, so the only other thing we need to talk about is that uh, while PAX did happen this week, uh, GDC is not happening. Bring now, back around to the coronavirus. And now... Sponsored by Corona, people were not going to GDC. E3 is on watch now. I mean, the way things have been going in general for E3, maybe we should just... Avoid it's... it and take another year to think long and hard about what they're trying to do with that. The two biggest things to come out of E3 can happen without E3. That is the Microsoft press conference, which you know they can just do it. Yeah. And, and... Uh, the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, and then, which... yeah, which is just a Nintendo Direct. So Exactly. So yeah. you, don't, you don't need the show floor for that. So uh, in a statement from the ESA, though, they did say that they are still on track to have the show unless anything changes. We just need to see how the next couple months pan out. Again, E3 is not till June. So we've got three months before. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out because with GDC being canceled, it came uh, from basically companies just dropping out one by one. It, it seemed like on Twitter on Wednesday, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, every hour there was a new company out. Microsoft dropped out. Sony had already dropped out. Uh, Capcom dropped out. Epic dropped out like they were just dropping left and right. And eventually GDC put out a statement on, I believe it was Friday night, saying that the show had been, they did not say canceled, they said postponed. So they're going to try to do GDC sometime during the summer if things get a little better. 
So, yeah, there's a plague sweep in the nation affecting everything. I missed a couple of news stories. <laughs> I'll give you these. Uh, Insurgency Sandstorm is coming to consoles. That okay. was the, I don't know week. what that is. Like a tactical multiplayer shooter. I'm out. All right. Um, and Final Fantasy VII Remake has announced a DLC promotion with a popular candy bar. Okay. So you can get Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC by purchasing Butterfingers. Oh, the worst candy bar. Oh, you take that back. It's fine. It's a fine candy bar. It's just... Uh... I like. I just like when the Simpsons lost their, um, or didn't stop. There was like a one year where they stopped promoting Butterfingers. Like they stopped having that. So they made fun of Butterfingers in the TV show where they throw all the Butterfingers into a fire and the fire shoots them back out. And it goes, poor Butterfingers, not even the fire wants you. Yeah. Um, I'm just scrolling through to make sure I didn't miss anything else as far as. That new um that new platinum game that they've put a teaser out looks really good. Really it looks like Ultraman. It does, and I love Ultraman. Let's just hope it's better than the Super Nintendo Ultraman. I don't think it could be worse. No, no, but you know. Um here's a funny one that slipped under the radar. So the Xbox One got a a new dashboard this week and they did not even mention it. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So if you update your Xbox right now, you get the new one-page dashboard, so like it doesn't scroll left to right anymore. It's just one page. It's a hell of a lot faster. And they didn't even make a post about it. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Like, you you tout every single update that comes out, and you don't even mention the most impressive one in a year? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's out there though, so if you've got an Xbox One, make sure you update it. Um I have a news story that I thought was fascinating. Okay. Um so hackers have found a way to inject Pokemon from Sword and Shield into the three DS games. Cool. And then transfer it transfer it using the home back into the new games. And it seems totally legit to the like they can't detect that it's been hacked. So basically, those models are in there. Uh, I don't know if the models are in there. Like I'm seeing one that it's clearly the model of the game, but I don't know if like somebody had to make it. But basically, they have been able to figure out a way to cheat Pokemon into the Switch game without having to mod a Switch because it's easier to mod a 3DS than a Switch. So they've basically found a way to just t- get any Pokemon into the new games already. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you can take a Pokemon that's not in Sword and Shield and send it to Sword and Shield yet. I'm sure they're working on that. But any Pokemon that's in Sword and Shield now, you put it into the 3DS game, send it through home to the Switch, uh, into Sword and Shield, and you'll have it. <laughs> it's just fascinating how how somebody figured that out. It, apparently it's due to poor security, but I, it just it fascinates me. 
I was reading, trying to read it and fully understand it. I don't clearly, uh, clearly, but um, it's it's something to look into if that's your type of thing. But uh, yeah, it's uh, really neat to see that that's happened. Um, there was some other stuff I was looking at, but nothing I think is newsworthy. There's a demo um, of Resident Evil 3 coming. Well, I'll be playing that. Um, good old uh, good old games or GOG or GOG or whatever, um, announced that they have a new refund policy, but they didn't tell developers. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I bet they're going to be every a little, time a this bit of happens. It's the same with Steam. Like you, you don't tell, and then people get upset. And yeah. Uh, gonna be a fun year. You can tell me what quote that movie's yeah, quotes. It's gonna be a great year. Yeah, uh, 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 some Eve fan. Revenge uh, of the fan. Nerds, man. Eve, no, well, I don't, dude. I don't remember Revenge of the Nerds. <gasps> Other than the final sequence, the musical sequence. The uh, the queen, we are the champions. Are you talking about the the uh, the, the act, the like yeah. on stage with the the violin sound? Do 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 do. Yep. <laughs> I grew up watching that movie nonstop, which I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> that movie's a little uh, a little bit mature. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And, and I don't think it would go over well in day and age. No, I'd probably be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, they put up the card for Overwatch. What? You can play one, three, two, one tank, three DPS, two healers. Oh, I played a little bit of that. And this week. the queue times are awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, you get right into a DPS queue. Um, All right. I don't really know that I like the game that way, though. <laughs> okay, well then, I guess that's not a good thing. I mean, it's fun to be able to get in and play, and the tank changes they made are crazy. Like, some of the stuff they can do is insane, but the game just feels like a shooter now instead of, like, what it is. Like, it just just feels like everybody's out to get frags, and I like killing people in that game, but that's not what the game's about, you know? So I don't know. I don't think it's going to stick. I think we'll be with 2-2-2 for a while. Just fine. I still love my over. I played a lot of that game this week. I'm, I'm headed towards three thousand hours. That's my next milestone. For that game. <laughs> I gotta do hero bans, starting on Thursday, for ranked match. So they'll start banning four heroes, which you can't use. I bet I know one. I I bet I can almost guarantee one of the first ones banned. I know it. I know it. Mark my words on this podcast right now. The first character ban is going to be May. She ain't going to be pickable and ranked this week. I bet you. I bet you. Anyway, I think that's all the news. Yeah, I'm scrolling through and I'm like, yeah, I don't think anything here is. Like I said, PAX is, PAX is one of those things that not a lot of news comes out of. It's just, uh, have you watched anything for Cyber Shadow? Yeah, the game looks incredible, but it yep. ain't till, out till fall, so... Yeah. I don't want to watch too much of it. Um, but I'm... Uh, it looks game like more kind of messenger-ish sort of gameplay, and that's alright. 
It's going to be on Game Pass. And I'm definitely not paying for it. Exactly. That I love Game Pass. Person, but I'm okay with that. I don't, you know, fuck that, man. Or, you know, Ori's out in a week and a half, right? Yeah, but that's owned by Microsoft, so I don't feel as bad. Oh, you're one of those guys. Yes. Yes, I am. You still should support Moon Studios. It's a great studio. They're um, not owned by Microsoft, so. Apparently, uh, there's a, a tomb, uh, Lara Croft is coming to Brawlhalla. That's a little weird. Who cares? All right, well, fuck you. Then I'm just trying to see if there's any other news. But apparently, you don't give a shit. So fuck it. No, I don't go to give tweets. A shit. Fuck it. We're done. Um, they get a few tweets. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll get through this. <clears throat> David says, "So with my job working at a clinic, things are getting a little frantic. How's things being handled by you guys?" I make sure to cough on people I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only regiment that I've done is that when I go out someplace, like as as soon as I get home, I immediately raise everyone with Lysol. (laughs) Yeah, I I wash my hands. I go through the bio thing that sprays me down with a disinfectant. I fucking Mister Wizarded this apparatus that sprays me with like. Lysol and Febreze. I wash my hands when I get home, anyways. So I'm bad. I'm not. I I didn't do that before. Um, but now, just to be safe, um, I am doing that. Not that I go to a lot of places, but any place that I do go. Yeah, I I did. I haven't really, you know, changed anything so far. But I also, to be honest with you, don't get sick a lot. Probably because I'm like constantly trying to keep clean. So I'm a little too, I'm, I'm almost on the far end of maybe you should stop washing your hands every five minutes, but uh, that's just how I am. Generally, I hate having my hands dirty in the slightest, so I'm pretty safe. Yeah, I, I, it's um, more it's more for the people that I live with. I know my wife is relatively susceptible to like um, lung and like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like lung infections. What's yeah. Yeah. Um, like she's sorry. Respiratory, yeah. So she's susceptible to those, and then I've got a ten-year-old. Yeah, so, who's just susceptible. <laughs> susceptible to everything. He's like, yeah. he's like patient zero. He's like the monkey in outbreak. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> what a what a what a glowing comparison for a child. Yeah, he's like the monkey. You know? Well, you send him to school, and he just brings right. home. You know, just well, he homeschooled now. He is now. Thank God. Yes, right? Wasn't that what a great timing? <laughs> oh um, man! Like when I thought about that, ah, I was like, oh thank Jesus. Um, every day when he comes home, I would just throw him in the shower and just spray him off or something. Like, ah, Daddy, this chemical burns. It's on your own good. <laughs> You're getting deloused, boy. Let's go. <laughs> Close your eyes. Um. Yeah. No. I. I also wear gloves at work. Um. Because I'm handling a lot of cardboard and everything. Um. But I mean, it's winter time, and so because it's cold, I'm generally wearing gloves when I'm out. Um. I mean, it's because when you wear gloves, like I don't touch my hands with gloves on. I usually pull my gloves off first and then touch my face. So I I kind of don't have the same risk of dealing with that. But it's like, it's just one thing to keep in mind. If you go to like a place like fast food place, like McDonald's that have the like touch screens and you use those, 
don't eat your food until you've washed your hands. <laughs> well, it's 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 not even it's not even that. Like now you run a higher risk because sure everyone's touching it. So and and the issue is that this lives on surfaces, um, less so that you don't have to worry about it. It lives on surfaces long enough, um, twice as long as Ebola would. So. I love pandemics. They're awesome. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're thinking about going out and buying one of those, like, to put on your face, don't. Unless you're sick, you don't need those. They're not gonna. You're not stopping anyone. You're just looking like a jackass. Like that's only good if you if you are sick to not pass it on to somebody else. So, like, if you're going and buying masks, you just look like a crazy person. Well, I have a beard. So it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Anyway. Well, the, the it's not so much like you don't buy one of the. First of all, the masks that you should be buying are are the ones that just cover your your face and your nose. Like it's just kind of like a piece of fabric that pulls tight. Uh, if you're buying one of those ones that you, you use like for dust when you're like um that goes covers your like over your nose and then like around the bottom of your chin, uh, that's not the type of mask <laughs> that you should be wearing, anyways. I look cool. I look like the Shredder. No, you look like an asshole. (laughs) So. No, Shredder. That's, it's just, it's like, it's just annoying, like, knowing that, like, I I work at a place that sells those, and we're out. And it's like, this this actually doesn't do anything. (laughs) So. Makes me feel good. it, It would make sense if this was airborne, but it's only worthwhile if you're sick, because if you cough, you cough into that. Not, Dude, people know, think you get the virus sense. from a beer, okay? That's true. I, I don't know why I'm even, uh, I'm even trying to say anything yeah, intelligent. I mean, that's, just... that's on me. That's me. That's my bad. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for trying to not <laughs> so contribute to... to the stupid. No, fucking yeah. Sorry for trying to trying to uh, provide some intelligent insight into this. Nobody's uh, gonna listen to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just don't drink Corona. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, uh cozy guest says I used to like using the achievement leaderboards to get my competition on, but it's pointless. I'm from the UK. So when the last day hits midnight my time, my US buddy, four hours behind, still gets a chance to beat it. I'm glad he uses those four hours wisely. <laughs> it's kind of humorous. I I couldn't tell you that I man, achievements are such a weird thing. Like when one pops, I'm still like, oh that's cool. But I don't really. I've probably sank fifteen hundred hours into Overwatch and earned two achievements in the last couple of years. That's the game I played the most. So like achievements are they're cool, and I think the leaderboard is cool, but I just, just don't use them anymore. I use achievements if I really like the game to get a little bit more out of it. Sure, if they've got interesting achievements outside like, of beat this on the super fucking hard yeah, difficulty yeah. without dying. Like, I got all the achievements in the base game of Final Fantasy fifteen because I was loving it so much and I wanted to really be able to mark off that game. Uh, I got all the achievements, or sorry, trophies technically, but whatever, who gives a shit, um, in um, Watch Dogs 2. Um, that was, <laughs> did that game. I got 100% of that game in a week. And I uh, went, yeah, I'm kind of not into this one as much as I was the first game. But, you know, the last game I got a thousand achievement points in was Glass Masquerade 2 because I... Damn fucking straight. I, I wanted to play every... podcast last week and I was like, 
my man. Yep, I played every puzzle on hard and fucked that last puzzle. God damn, that thing took me an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> that last puzzle sucked so bad. Oh, oh, it's a it's a pain in the ass, but I loved it. I love that it took an hour. Yeah, no, I I literally like sat down on a weekend and was like, all right, let's do this shit. Yeah, it felt did good. that puzzle up and started flipping pieces. I'm like, let's go. Uh, John wants to follow up from last week. He says, follow up from my question from last week. Two of the main things that uh, make eating kosher difficult is you can't eat pork and you can't mix meat and dairy. So no cheeseburgers or meat on pizza. Well, there's more to that. So uh, you can't eat rabbit. Uh, I don't eat rabbit anyway. Or pig. Right? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, uh, no, no. You can't eat... Um, I'm not going to say, like, you, you can, can't eat birds of prey. I know that was high up on your list. Can't eat fish eating water birds. You can't eat bats. So, you know, you wouldn't start. Oh, oh, I'm not Ozzy Osbourne. So there is yeah. that. Um, I was going to say, well, that's how they think uh, coronavirus, the coronavirus started, too, was like a bat soup. Where the I thought it was like a out. weird uh, Chinese, like, aardvark looking thing. Not I saw a news story about that. Regardless, it, it, it was probably not even the animal itself but how it was kept out because it started in a wet market where it's just kind of everything's out what well it's not refrigerated <laughs> like, just, like you called it a wet market i was like yeah. all right um you can't eat you can eat fish that have fins and scales but like certain fish are not considered kosher but the thing i knew was i if you like shrimp or crab or oysters or clams Lobster, that's out of the question. So, you know. Man, Ed Boon just retweet just tweeted one sixth of twenty twenty is already gone. Mm. Why you gotta do that, Ed? Um, you know, it's gotta be slaughtered a specific way. I think it has to be blessed by a rabbi. Kosher there's a lot of rules to being kosher. I think I could do that over trying to avoid grains though, so Yeah, the grain thing is hard because it's like everything. Thing. Yeah. And if you've it's ever like, eaten, um, <clears throat> what is it called? Uh, Gluten free stuff. It reminds me of, and I know this will make everybody's eyes roll, the uh, episode of Supernatural where they infected the, the um, high fructose corn syrup and they couldn't eat anything with corn syrup in it. Like, that uh, sounds like my nightmare. Because then the only thing you can eat is like fruits and vegetables. That sounds um not great. Yeah, I need my I need I'm a carnivore. No cheeseburger. Pizza. My god. Man. No, I'm sorry. I just Yeah, I can't I can't do that. Although I'm gonna be honest with you, if the choice was between um kosher and halal, halal's the way to go. A much easier thing to follow. I'm so glad I don't have to actually do these things. No, me neither. Because <clears throat> I had a pizza uh, not even two days ago, and then I had a burger yesterday. So fuck yeah. you. Um, I With mean, like, life. it's a- any options better than like vegan. And I don't even eat a lot of meat, but like other than chicken. And honestly, like, it's not even the fact that it's. Uh, that it's meat, it's it's the texture of stuff. When they nail the texture down for a lot of 
vegetarian stuff and and you know you can get your same sort of nutrients out of it whatever sure like i don't give a shit if it's made enough like i don't care if the meat's like grown to not be a chicken but it's still chicken meat one of those people (laughs) i don't care i just it's it's got to have the same texture if it doesn't have the same texture i'm out i'm that type of person fucking slaughter the motherfucker put it on the ground slap it on my plate let's go <laughs> I think you're, I you're one of those people that walks into a restaurant, hopes they have live chicken so you can pick the one you want out. Hell yeah, dude! I want to that one. Live cow, funny. Maybe live cow. Be like, yeah, she's looking good. Let's cut her up. <laughs> you gotta stare it in the eye. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. It, you it, it, to watch? Sad. it looks sad. You're salivating. <laughs> Just walk in, pat it on the head. No, no, no. I'll do it. (laughs) Whisper in its ear, I'm going to eat. You're going to be delicious. Yeah, I was going to say, you look tasty. That's right. Whispering creepy ASMR (laughs) to its ear. (laughs) I'm going to eat you. You're going to be in my belly. (laughs) All right, last tweet. Real Sugar Beat says, what would your dream launch game be for next gen? KI2 would be amazing with the MK storyline treatment. Um, I mean, do we have to go through this every time? Motherfucking Conquer. I don't know if I want another Conquer, because I just I don't do. feel like it's... I, I mean, I do in theory, but I just don't think it's going to be done well, so I don't. I want it done by fucking um, Schaefer Studio. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know. Hell yeah, dude. Let's let's wait till um let me see how uh Psychonauts 2 fares before And and it needs to have see I don't think I don't think that'll work because it's not the sense of humor in Conquer is very much British sense of humor. Sure. So, and I like first of all, Chris Seaver needs to be involved because you've voiced well, everybody. Yes. But it's just like voice. it's it's the the writing in that game is is this very weird sort of Monty Python of the nineties sort of writing. And I, I don't know. It just I don't know if, if if that's the type of humor I equate to uh Double Fine at all. I think gameplay wise, sure, in, in in but I again I wanna see how Psychonauts 2 fares before I were to say that. I, I don't know if I again, I don't know if I would say Conquer would be the one I'd want from I'll tell you what I want on PlayStation and nobody else wants it but me Twisted Metal I'd be fine with the new Twisted Metal the last new Twisted Metal was not good I'm gonna be honest with you there's more bad Twisted Metal games than there are good ones yeah there's only two good ones yeah oh sorry three three black one two yep black one and two I, I always forget about black because it was just it's kind of a remake of one, but it's yeah. Not. But it was still so. Like, have you ever played that um, uh, beta version of Black Two? It was on. So you remember the PSP game? That came yes. Out? Uh, you're talking. You're. I've never played it, but you're talking one where, like, you actually had like a 3D adventure uh, where you walked around. Yeah. So they yeah. put. So when they released that PSP game on PS2, they put that black unfinished version, Black they, Two. And you could walk around and select like stuff, and they'd tell you about yeah. their plans for Black Two, which is just just depressing to read. Yeah, it was an interesting yeah. concept that never got finalized, and that's fine. But yeah, Black One and Two were the good ones. Small Brawl is not terrible, by the way. 
No, but it's very different. It, it's, it's very different, but oh. it's not terrible. That's the, the one where you're. That's the one where you're the toys, right? Yes, in the smart program. idea. Yeah. Uh, um, Twisted Metal on PS3 was bad. Twisted Metal three and four were bad. Uh, maybe there is three. Is three is where they added the three D cutscenes, right? Yeah, and also and those look Rob Zombie music every terrible. two seconds. Um, those weren't made by Santa Monica, though. Those no, were that made was by 989. Oh, sorry. Yep. Right. Don't have two numbers. 343 is uh, Halo. Halo. Yep. Not, not fucking awful. Um, you know, I think uh, when it comes to Sony, I would like a, a full, like, full-sized Ratchet and Clank game. Yeah, that like, one in 2016 much, was really good, but it was just a remake. Short. And it was short. Yeah. And, I, and honestly, it's such a weird complaint for that game. That game looks amazing. That game plays amazing. But it was not... It was based on the movie, which is not the same sense of humor as the rest of the games. And, like, it needs that sort of too cheeky for the kids to get it sense of humor that made those games fantastic. Like, you know, I still think back to the first one, the first line to like any other character other than Clank Ratchet says is to the plumber. And he says, Hey, look, plumber's crack. And the plumber turns around. What did you say? Hey, look, the plumber's back. Like as a kid, I didn't get it. Like, cause it was just kind of over my head. Um, and there's a bunch of them. Like, I mean, going commando up your arsenal. Yeah. Like there was this like really sort of, weird sense of humor throughout those games that was just like these games are rated teen but like clearly kids can play them and then it's like oh the jokes are like going right over kids head um that aren't like slapstick based um and, and i don't know the new game just had a very kiddie feeling to it like ah this is made for kids and like that's not the audience of these games um so i would love to see a ratchet and clank game. I think that's the one more than anything else. Um, from wow. Ubisoft, I'd have a Rayman game, but that's... Uh, as for Xbox, and I'm only thinking first party, because third party could be anything, really. Sure, sure. Your but, NBAs yeah. and stuff. and But, um... You know, we're getting a new Halo, which, if my hopes are met, like, will be good, unlike Halo 5. Which was a fine shooter, but nothing else. Because um, they can't do a new Sunset Overdrive. It's not Zomniac. Nope, he's uh, uh, he's been purchased. Yeah, and um, I'm just trying to think of other stuff. You know, I'd like to see them do something else with Record. Yeah. I know it sounds weird, but it's just like it was an okay game. A new Crackdown that if. Meets the expectations. They're never going to make said, another. They're, they're never, never going to make another crackdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff that I like to see from them, but like, honestly, I don't think their first party lineups ever been the reason why I've. You know, no, and I think they need to change to that. I, I think they need to bring back stuff. Like the original Xbox had the best Microsoft first party games, and those are the ones I'm the most fond of. But unfortunately, most yeah. of those have died. You know, I I'm gonna about to, I'm about to get some hate from you. I'd like to see a new Blinks game, but one that's actually fun. I like the first one. It's fine. They're they're fine games, but I don't 
I don't find I find them more tedious at certain points. Sure, like it was it was a game that was interesting when it was built, um, but it didn't exactly execute very well. Yeah, the second the, game I feel felt plays better, but it's not as interesting. Exactly, that was its problem. Is they fixed the the kind of execution portion of it, but the actual game itself was not. He's a neat character. There is neat aspects to those games, but. Those games, yeah. Um, I mean, again, <laughs> like my my more preferred games on even the original were not Microsoft. Originally, I like another Microsoft. Microsoft was a fun yeah. series. I'd like EA to do a Need for Speed Underground Two sort of remake, and I only say that. Because like I don't need them to do one for one remake because there's certain things in that game, but like I'd like to have the extreme custom uh like customizable cars like putting the lights under so they glow and stuff. Um, you know I love the again I I know I've mentioned on this podcast before, but I love the aspect of racing behind other vehicles and 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 having it be the elastic band that you are trying to snap to win. Like you are trying to get so far ahead of your opponent that you win, rather than racing to a specific point. Um, because when you're in an open world, racing to a specific point's kind of still just following a path. There's really no way to quickly get there. It, like it's going to send you down the right path. Um, so I, I liked that aspect of it, um, and I'd I'd love the soundtrack and all that. I'd, I'd love to see another one of those. But like, yeah, I can't. Because like, there's a bunch of third party stuff I'd love to see more of, but you know, for my, you know what, for Microsoft, I'd like to see another Odyssey sort of RPG. Reach out there and grab someone that can do a good RPG. Hopefully, they get that in their repertoire. I mean, I know they've been trying to get Japanese developers on board and stuff. So, I mean, it's been a good month for them getting the Kingdom Hearts collections, Yakuza, sure. Fantasy Star Online. So, hopefully, they keep pushing forward with that. You know what I want to see from EA. I, Correct that. Titanfall 3. I'm sure it'll happen eventually. Maybe. All right, we got another tweet in that time. I'm going to hit cool. this one, and then we're going to get out. Uh, Lockaman says, Lockaman, sorry. Uh, Gents, thanks to your podcast and tweets, my gaming for the last couple months have been Crackdown 3, Unravel 2, Glass Masquerade 1 and 2, and now Yakuza 0. So, so good. Thanks again. Need to hit Horizon and Witcher 3 next. Horizon Zero Dawn um is fantastic um uh Witcher 3 is something I'll be jumping on to eventually uh Unravel 2 if you can grab someone to play with there's like two games worth of content there um because like it, it plays very differently with somebody else it becomes a real cooperative experience um and it changes certain aspects because you can both move at the same time um i think that's a really fascinating way to do multiplayer again it was my first 10 so i think it speaks volumes to what i think of that game i still think it's one of the best puzzle platformers ever made and uh i know we were talking about crackdown 3 not too long ago like just a couple minutes ago but like i loved crackdown 3 i thought that game was a lot of fun it's the definitive Game Pass game. Just play it, man. Oh, sure, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go out and spend $60 on it. I don't think it's $60 still, it's but if you got Game yeah. Pass, just... At this point, if you don't have Game Pass and you have an Xbox... 
here's my here's my selling. Do you like chaos and mayhem and explosions and guns? Yeah, right. and jumping real high. Yeah, I'm talking about Crackdown Three. That's the main content: explosions, and mayhem, and explosions and guns. Yeah, it's a fun game. Stupid, it's fun. That is all of the tweets. If you want to tweet us at M4G Podcast, you can follow me at ZTGD. Anthony ain't got no Twitter. You know, get on them Twitters. Um, you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Um, Phoenix Down is running Horizon Zero Dawn currently. They did not plan that three-year anniversary thing, but it happened. Hey, perfect timing. They're trendsetters, man, I tell you. Sure. Um, but I think that's uh, I think that's it. Podcast at ztgd.com if you want to shoot us a long-form email. Other than that, enjoy your video games. There's a lot of them out there. Um, there's a lot of ways to have fun, so don't spend it complaining. I don't think there's no video games to play. There's a ton of them. I never have enough time to play all the video games Neither I want to play. Because Mostly because I spend it playing Overwatch, but that's my problem. Mostly because I'm either dying a lot in Horizon <laughs> or tagging music. So. Oh, there's that. But that's all for this week. Enjoy March. It's going to be the biggest month. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, Animal Crossing, Doom. Lots of good games coming out in March. Yeah, John will be on, I'm assuming, at some point to talk your ears off about Animal Crossing. I have no idea who's going to cover that game right now. No idea. No, I'm pretty sure regardless... Oh, he'll talk he about it, but I don't know who's going to play. Like, I, just know, I know that he's the most excited. Sure. That's it for this week, so unless you have anything else, then we're going to get out of here. Nah, peace out, bitches. That's right. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.